So, as you know, by now that I'm not committed to the podcast, well, committed somewhat, but um, I've just been doing a lot of things and not really like concentrating on doing the podcast. I've been trying to get another person to come on so that we can bounce ideas off of each other, but I guess nobody wants to actually come on besides uh, my first guest, which he'll be making another appearance in October um, to touch base on as how the market's going for home home buying. I do have a lot to go over this past summer. Summer's almost over and I've been to the beach once. I don't know about anybody else, but the beach day that I had with my girls was spectacular. It was the most beautiful day, and the sun would come in and out, and it was perfect. Uh, We would get a little bit of shade, and then the sun would come. So it's not just all sun and be beaming and burn under the sun, but it was the most beautiful beach that I've been to so far. And the beach was um, Good Harbor in Gloucester. Beautiful beach and very clean. Everybody was, you know, enjoying the beach day. Uh, It's like more of a family beach, but it was the most beautiful beach I've been to. Um, Caught up with my girls. We spoke, we chit-chat, we laugh. We ate, we drank, and the kids were there. They were playing in in the ocean playing they also had like a little um, area where the water had like just kind of stayed excuse me stayed in the like a little body of water um, off away from the ocean so it's like in the sand and the kids were enjoying themselves there so I say it was a beautiful day Um, me and the girls are planning a lot of events coming up um, we love to get wine taste. We have a few of that coming up as well. Um, there's about a total of six of us in the group. No, five. No. Six total. Yes, six. Can't count anymore. Um, and then I'm going to PR next month. Can't wait for that. Um, I've been to PR once back in 2003, and it's, what, 2022? So, yeah, it's been a while. So, we're going to be there for a whole week. Can't wait. Um, what else? Oh, JetBlue changed our flights. Thank you, JetBlue. I don't know what's going on with the airline, but JetBlue has gone downhill. It has literally been jet red, like red, you can't go here, red, you can't go there, delayed, cancel. So our flight was in the morning and they changed it all the way to like in the evening. Awful, awful. I, I don't know what to say about JetBlue. JetBlue could be a, a, a sister partner with um, Spirits, but I've been on Spirits and once was enough. That was it. Couldn't believe it. Like, I don't know. The quality of JetBlue has just gone down. I don't know what's going on. I can understand, like, the short of staff and everything. But it's just, 
after the pandemic, everything just quality just went down. And I used to look at JetBlue like the top top three airlines, you know. But I'll be thinking twice when I book the next vacation to go somewhere else. But yeah, JetBlue just leaves a sour taste in my mouth for changing our flights. And I have a feeling that the, our evening flight is going to probably get bumped to the next day. Have a feeling. Have a gut feeling. But I'll let you know how that goes. Um, I started a new job. I'm excited about that. I love my job. Um, there's plenty of training, which I love and learn. At my old job, I didn't learn any training, and they just literally, here you go, sink or swim. But this job that I have now, it's amazing. So much benefit, so much I can learn and progress and succeed, or even climb up the ladder in the corporate world. I see myself very well um, educated in this job. I would say I would love to retire from this job. It would be my go-to, would be my concrete job. I'm 45. I'm going to be turning 46 in January. So, yeah, I would say this would be my my set job for life at the moment. Um, I've heard many good things about this job. I've heard, like, many people have stayed over 20 years, 15, 17 22, 31, I feel like they're throwing out numbers like bingo, but the the retention of those numbers are good, you know, that means that they love the job and they don't want to go anywhere else, which is great for me because now I'm on board and looking to make some good money. I heard that um, a lot of colleagues of mine can make about six figures. That's amazing. Six figures. Can you believe that? Six figures. Let's hope I can make at least five figures or, you know, or so. No, I believe I am making five figures. But yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, I can't wait to meet everybody in person. Right now, I'm only um, working virtually from home. So I'm training from home. I love the virtual of being able to work from home and all that. But, you know, once in a while, you know, you, you, you need that contact of person to person. You know, it's, it's, it's nature of people that like to talk to, you know, socialize, you know. Because what do you have at work from home? You have four walls. Who are you going to talk to? So I, I like the hybrid working field. So I'll be, I'll be working, um, Three days in office, two at home, so that'll be exciting. That's something new for myself. Um, what else? There's been a lot of a lot of things going on personally in my life. I mean, my family-wise, but who doesn't have issues with their family? One particular fa family member just. It just drags everybody down with them. And what they say, um, what is it, bad company loves company or 
Misery Loves Company or something like that. Or the other one, Hurt People, Hurt People. I don't know if you heard that one yet, but yeah. But um, a lot of people say, oh, you should be the bigger person, you know, let it go or or just let it be, you know. You're the older person, you're the older sibling, you know, they're young, they, they're they still learning. I don't think the person in their 30s is considered still young. So, if you haven't learned and you're in your 30s, you need to grow up. You need, you need to really um, figure out in your life as to what you want because... Bashing family names and starting rumors or or even saying um, spreading lies. And then to spread lies is one thing. To believe your own lies is another thing. I can't understand it. I really don't. I, th- I think there's an illness called something about per- a person that keeps lying and they just keeps going down the wrong path and then in denial like you're in denial that you are a a person that pops pills how can you be in denial of that like you literally see yourself popping pills and people have witnessed it and you're saying to yourself no I'm not is it's for my pain how much pain do you have if you're popping 10 pills 10 pills a day. It's outrageous. And I can understand other people have other issues, so and so, but there's a point where you take it prescribed by your doctor instructed, and then there's self-medicated, which, you know, we all know how self-medicated is when you're popping 10 pills a day, which is not even good for your body. Like, all that pills that you're popping it, it doesn't even help you. It's literally eating your organs or, I'm saying, you know, side effects to it. So I'm not sure if you think it helps, but whatever flows your boat. But it's just, I find it very funny that you'll judge others, but you won't judge yourself. I mean, everybody judges people, but just make sure your plate is clean too. Like, believe me, my plate is not clean. I have a lot of dirty dishes, so metaphorically. But yeah, I I would never call anybody out on their bullshit unless if I have to. And when I do call them out on their bullshit, that's when you really don't want to be on my my level because I will like people would jab you and will you know say this and say that but when I jab I jab to the soul to the soul because when I come with fighting words they'll be fighting words they won't be you know sugar-coated and all that no no I will straightforward come for your soul (laughs) but yeah um, if you've ever met me, I'm the sweetest girl you'll know. I'm great to work with. I'm a great colleague. I have compassion. I have empathy. But no, I mean, some of my family members, no 
no empathy, no compassion. And honestly, I mean, I can, I have, I would say two, three nephews that I would like to say that, yeah, they, they're still living their life and there's a lot that they need to learn. There's a lot of life lessons that they need to learn and they think they are already there. I believe they're in their late 20s, maybe early 30s. I think at that age level, you should understand exactly where you are and like how you perceive your life. Don't come bashing at your aunt, the aunt that was trying to help you when you were little. The aunt that was there for you when you were little. Yes, that's what an aunt is for. We're there for you. But when, as you grow older and you think because of one incident that happened, you're just going to throw everything else that she's done for you out the window. Like, are you serious? Out the window. And who's the bigger person? I'm most definitely not going to go to you and try to resolve the issue or resolve you know our our matter you did me wrong so how am i at fault so that's that but i'm asian so you know the traditional thing is always spoke going to be like oh the younger is supposed to be respectful of olders i believe that to an extent i believe that Okay, yes, you're older. Yes, you have my respect. But if you disrespect me, that respect is gone. And vice versa. Just because I'm older and you're younger than me, I don't necessarily expect you to give me respect. But I have a little bit of... You should give me a little bit of respect because I'm your aunt. And I'm much older than you. But if you take it upon yourself... To believe whatever rumors that has been given to you. And then you go ahead and just hate me because you hate me. That's not right. You should come to the source, which is I. You should come to me and say, listen, aunt, I heard this, 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 and this. I want to know why you dislike my wife or why you dislike this or that. To me, I feel like. You know, as a grown adult, we should be able to communicate as grown adults. But no, my nephew decides to just take it upon himself and hate me for life. But yet he doesn't realize I'm not the only one that dislikes his wife. Many other people have disliked his wife. And but no, I'm the one that he hates the most. Like, hold on. Hold your horse. Because you don't know the whole story. How are you going to hear one story and not hear from my side? You're only just going to listen to one side and not listen to me. The person that actually said what I said, you don't want to hear my side. But yet you'll take it upon yourself to just hate me for life. That's how inconsiderate you are. That's how childish you are. But anyways, you know what? Live your life and I'll live mine. I have drama free. I don't judge on my end. But if I see things repeatedly that keeps coming up over and over and over. You bet your butt I'm going to say something. Because I don't think that's fair to anybody. 
to feel the way that they feel. Oh, we got to walk on eggshells around them. We got to do this around them. No, you don't. You grown. I'm grown. We should be able to talk about it. But no, you go ahead and talk behind my back and throw shade on me and through and drag my name in dirt and everything. But no, you, you're clean as a whistle, right? Yeah, okay. People need to understand that whatever, whatever is done in dark will come to light. Whatever is said wrong will come to light. I mean, given that the person that said it may be related to you as well. The person that fed that information about me to the person could be related. Of course. Like they said, what is it? Blood makes you family? No, blood makes you related. But not family. Yes, it comes down to the term family, but it makes you related more. Friends have become family more than your own family. And I believe that wholeheartedly. And as you could hear, my dog just kind of barked. Um... But I feel though I needed to get that off my chest. And I know that for a fact that all my niece and nephew think that I'm the bad person. I I have I have not spoken to any of them. They haven't reached out to me. There's no need for me to reach out to them because they think they know it all. They think they already heard the story you don't know the whole story how you can con how are you going to confirm something if you don't hear both sides of the story you know everybody always wants to make them look good you know they never done bad to nobody but in my eyes i believe in three of the stories his hers and the truth but we ain't going to go there because, the, of course, they're going to be like, I'm right. I'm always going to be right. No, not always. I'm 45 and I still learn every day. I still find out, oh, that's oh, that's how it's done or, oh, I didn't know. I didn't realize it. Okay, you know. If I'm wrong, I will definitely apologize. I will own up to it. 120% I will own up to it if I'm wrong. But if I'm right... I'll take that to the I'll take that to hell. There's no way like I'm not that type of person. But my family thinks that they can just mess with me and think that I'm just going to let it slide. I'll let it slide if it's, you know, if it's pointless. There's no need for me to talk about it if it's pointless because it's just a waste of my breath cuz they're never going to see it my view or their point of view they're just gonna think like i'm right and they'll always be right no believe me when i'm wrong i'll own up to it but when i'm right i'm right i don't know what else to say but um what else A lot of people have been asking me why I started a podcast. Because a lot of people don't know me and they 
come to judgment and as to, you know, as to me, I don't like really opening it, you know, I don't like having to talk about myself over and over and over and over. That's repetitive. Who who likes to talk about this self unless they're the type of person that likes to brag materialistic or, you know. But that's not me. I'm not I'm not all about materialistic. I like nice things. I like to have nice things, but I'm not just gonna go and brag it on social media. I see people I swear. I see people on social media be bragging that they have money, be bragging that oh they own a three thousand dollar house, they have a, a sixty, seventy thousand dollar vehicle, they got money up the wazoo, they got gold like blinging and stuff. There's no need to brag because you know why? Or you know, all these things above if people know you, they're gonna know that you have money. They're gonna know that they're gonna see you driving a nice car. They're gonna know if when they visit your house that you have a car a house, I mean. Like there's no need to brag. Nobody's in competition. In my books, I'm not in competition with no one. I'm only in competition with myself to better myself, to get to where I wanna be in five years. I, I don't wanna keep, you know, being the way I am. Because I'm 45, like I said. I'm not the same when I was 20 years ago, 25. Who is? Who, you know, nobody's the same. And that's part of growing, you know, part of learning. And I keep saying, you know, people need to realize there are some people out there that just won't grow. They're just still stuck in their ways. They're still thinking that, you know, that's how life should be. They're still thinking that, oh... I'm just going to live my life how I live my life and I'm never going to change for anybody and so forth. You, It's not you changing for anybody. It's you should be changing to better yourself. And a lot of people don't understand that. And then when you do change and you, you do good for yourself, then they come and say, oh, you change. Of course I've changed. Wouldn't you change to better yourself or you want to still be stuck in that deadbeat job or that deadbeat um, atmosphere or being the awful person that you are? Everybody's going to change. You're never going to be the same 20 years ago. You know, what else? Friendship comes and goes. I had a friendship of 20 plus years with one girl. And she did me dirty. She did me dirty. And I learned my lesson never to loan money to any friends. Any friends. Unless you are willing to, in your head, willing to say, okay, I'm going to loan $100. I'm never going to see it. I'm going to write it off as charity. No. I loaned this person $500. It took her two and a half years to pay me back. But yet she was rolling in a Benz, a BMW. With a convertible. And she'd be rocking new clothes. New new purses all the time. But she didn't have money to pay me back. So of course I put her on blast. I had to. I had to put her on blast. I put her on blast. And it took me two and a half years. To get it back. When I put her on blast. Two weeks after that. I received a, a money order in the mail. 
Like, how are you gonna go and do me dirty like that? You're gonna just roll, roll around town in a convertible BMW and not pay me back. And you don't think I'm gonna find out or see it. Come on. And then you had the audacity to say that, oh, that car was my husband's car, not mine. You're married. Your husband and wife. You're one. Whose car is it? The both of you. It doesn't matter who it is. Come and tell me that. Ugh, anyways. I bumped into her at the supermarket four or five months ago. And she acted like it was nothing. She acted like, you know, I just swept it under the, under the carpet. And she was just like, oh, hi, how are you? This and that. And, you know, and she she didn't even apologize. All I needed for her to say was, you know what, I'm sorry I did you wrong. You know, I hope we can maintain to be friends or maybe even cordial. No, this bitch didn't even say shit. She just like act like nothing happened and didn't even apologize. I don't know what, what's wrong with people with saying you're sorry. If you're wrong, say it. If I'm wrong, I say it. But no, it's like that word is just, it's not in their vocabulary. But if they needed money and they wanted to borrow you money, oh, that comes out every once a week. Like, seriously? Come on now. Why, what's so hard with saying you're sorry or I'm sorry? It doesn't hurt nobody. It actually makes the communication better. You guys can communicate and actually speak on it. And then if it if it's meant to be that you guys are meant to be friends again, then so be it. If not, then move on. That's what I say. I have another best friend of mine. And I love her. I truly, truly love her. And we've been friends for over 20 years as well. I've known her for a very long time as well. I met her through one of uh, one of my friends and and them two fell apart, but me and her we still became even more strong friends and and I'm so proud of her. You know, she built her house from scratch. She worked her butt off to get to where she is. I have so much um so much love for her and respect for her, her and her family. And one time she had a party and this person, that this new chick, I don't know where, I don't even know her. I feel, I feel like she, the reason why that she came around was because, you know, my, my best friend has, you know, built her foundation and has, is, is living a great life. That's what she, she is doing. And then this lady, this girl, whatever, comes to around. She's been coming around for a while. I've heard many bad things about her. Not bad, but like I've heard that she's she's a little bit weird, a little bit kooky. And she's always thinking that her husband is cheating on her or something. And I'm not going to say any names, but it, we were at my friend's house. And there was a party, a group of people. And, and I guess, you know, one... My my best my bestie loves to say, Oh, that's my best friend and me saying that I'm her best friend and we, you know we connect all the time and you know, she's giving praises to me. 
And then here goes this lady. She goes, Oh, so I'm not your best friend. I come to your house every weekend and we party, we drink. So I'm not your one of your best friend. And in my head, I'm looking at her, not looking at her, but because I was also in another conversation of my own. And I can see it in the corner of my eye. Like she was going off about this. I was like, no, this bitch is not bringing this up. What the heck? So I'm just letting it slide. I'm still seeing in the corner of my eye. She busted out crying, crying in the middle of the party. Like we had many people there. She literally started crying. I'm just like, wait, what? Wait, what? What just happened? Like, I didn't say nothing. My best friend just said that I'm her best friend. And now she wants to jump in and say that she's her best friend as well. I'm like, I'm so lost and confused. So she was making a scene. She was crying and everything. Yes, it's. It's sad that, you know, like, she had to say what she said. But my best friend was just like, let it go, Linda. She's she's drunk. She's not, you know, normal. And the thing is, it's like, okay, you're drunk, whatever. So be it, whatever. But don't, don't try to blame that on alcohol every time you have an issue. Like, control yourself. If you, can, if you can't drink, then, you know, don't drink. Can't handle your liquor, don't. And then it's just, it's just comes to tell my side of the story. Like, how can a person be like that and, and think you just met my best friend? Like, not even a year, maybe a year going on now, year, year and a half. But she doesn't realize that they tolerate her only because of her husband. Her husband is the one that they love. Her husband is the one that... They get along with. They don't get along with her. But they tolerate her. Her husband has apologized on his on her behalf because of the shit that she does. You know how fucked up this is? This is how fucked up it is. Her husband would be outside. And she would be inside the house. Inside the house and she would say that he's cheating on her. He's outside, chilling with the guys. How is he cheating on you? That's how fucked up in the head she is. I've thought I've met my people, but damn. This one is extra special. So, that's that. And my best friend just say, Oh, leave it alone, Linda. She's just, you know, that extra person. And my And my friend would say to me, like, I thought you were crazy, but no, this bitch is more crazier than you. Which I love my bestie. She can say whatever she wants to say. Because I know it, it comes from the heart. And she she don't sugarcoat shit. She'll tell me straight on. Like, this is how it is. You don't like me? Okay, whatever. She ain't going to sugarcoat nothing. We're at the age that we don't give two fucks. We don't. We just don't. We're not going to put up with it. We'll walk away. We'll be like, okay, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. Then, you know, I'm just going to take myself out of the equation. And that's it. And that's it. There's no need to to try to, to try to be friends with somebody that is, you know, a little bit out there. And they think that what they do is is totally right, which is wrong, you know. Most of the girls in that group... 
of my best friend's group, like they already voiced themselves. They don't like her, period. Because she is just, she just likes to instigate things and she likes to, to start things. She just wants attention. She wants 20, like she wants a spotlight all the time. And nobody's going to deal with that. We're there to have a good time. We're there to have drinks and socialize and be, you know, have a good night. No, she goes and make a scene. But yeah, I was just, I was just like, what? What world am I in? Am I in a Twilight Zone? What the heck? She needs, she needs Jesus or Buddha to be blessing her because that was weird. I've never... I've never been in a situation that made me felt so awkward to see a grown woman. She's much older than me, I believe, like maybe two, three years older than me. And she was bawling her eyes out in a whole group of people. Like, why? There's no need for that. Maybe, like my friend said, she was drunk and you know how drunk people get. They get emotional and everything. But yeah, that was just a story. That was crazy. Never will I ever put myself in that situation again. I'd be like, okay. She starts going down that road. Be like, okay, I think that's my time to go. I'm going to call it a night. But overall, I had a great time that night at my, at her, at my bestie's house. It's always a good time over there because we don't bring drama. And for some reason, she wanted to do her... Her little drama scene, so have at it. But, you know, it doesn't look good on you to begin with. But, what else? I heard from my old job that two other people have quit. I could not believe it. I couldn't believe it. Because when I left... I even told HR, which HR is her son-in-law. I told HR, I go, she needs to learn how to, you know, be nicer to her employees. That's why she can't keep anybody over a year. She's always having to hire new people every year. Every year. There's only one person that stayed so far, and that person has been there for three and a half years. Because you know why? Because she keeps throwing money to her face, keeps adding money. But I don't think there's enough money to keep somebody there with the headache that you treat your employees. She's still there because she's a supervisor, the manager of the office or whatever. But she puts up with it because her, her and her daughter... It are good friends, but you know the owner is not the owner of the place. She has millions. She's in the Forbes magazine. Forbes magazine as one of the top uh, five financial advisors. And the thing is, is that you may have money, so much money, but you should never treat people or treat an employee of yours like dirt like we don't understand like we're dumb we can't be that dumb if if you hired us to do the job you know i don't understand it 
like this woman needs to go to a class to learn empathy and compassion and not only about you know you have you're rich you can treat people like shit no i'd rather work at a at a mcdonald's or burger king or wendy's i'll take a pay cut to not have to deal with you and micromanage we're talking about micromanage this woman is such a micromanage if a person comes in to the office, we got to write it down, put it into the calendar. If a phone call rings and the person asks a question or whatever, we got to type it up, print it, and give it to her in a folder. Micromanage. I've never worked for anybody micromanaged ever before. And when I got hired, I got, I got hired to do like maybe four or five tasks. I got hired and I had 20 more tasks on top of that. 20 more, not just, not just got hired for the five things that I was supposedly hired for, but let's add 20 more on top. And then on top of that, she steals the employee's money, steal, I mean, not money, steal the employee's time. So, you know, when you work eight hours, you get a half hour lunch and then, well, supposedly corporate, you're supposed to have 15, half hour and then 15. Nope. You work eight and a half hours, you get that 30 minutes um, lunch, and that's it. So technically, we were working for our own lunch hour, lunch 30 minutes. So she was stealing money. And then on top of that, she would ask us to stay late and not pay us those extra hours. We were hired salary, but on paper, it said hourly. So there's a lot of, you know misprint there and hr ain't gonna do nothing because that's her son-in-law so yeah this job was from hell from hell i would never want anybody to ever work there so many people have worked there and left worked there and left the the shortest time that anybody has ever worked there was this one girl that came in to work one day and she quit that same day she quit literally quit and I'm telling you, she has hired a total of, while she's in business, I don't know how long, maybe 30 years or so, she has probably hired 70, 80 people that has came, gone, came, gone. Like, she can't keep anybody because she's, she's too micromanaged and she doesn't appreciate her employees when they do good on something or when they made the office better or something she'll never come out and say thank you because she has fuck you money she's worth 397 million dollars she's in the forbes magazine she has fuck you money and she don't give a damn about any of her employees feelings or what she's done to them i ended up in the hospital because of her i was having a panic breakdown a panic attack and I was in the hospital. I sent them a text that same morning around 8 o'clock. I'm in the hospital. I sent them a picture. I sent it to HR. I sent it to my boss, to my manager. Not one of them came back on a text and said, I hope you feel better. We'll see you when you get in. Nothing. I got ghosts. Nothing. That's how bad of, uh, of uh, an empl employer was. I've never been treated like that. Never. 
like you're supposed to be um what's it transparent they weren't even transparent oh but lo and behold when I want to leave or when I want to quit, they were on my ass about resignation letter. Oh, did you send it? Oh, did you even? Oh, did you drop it? Did you do one? Oh, but when I was in the hospital, none of you even checked up or say, hope you feel better. Um, we're thinking of you. Nothing. Nothing. But it is what it is. I left and that was it. I'm so glad I left because I would never have found the job that I found now. Which I love my job. Now, too many people can say that they love their job. I mean, yes, there's going to be always a bad day or whatever, but I literally love my job. I mean, I've been in this field before many years ago. And I was like, nah, it's it wasn't for me. But now, as um, at this age, it came full circle. I know more. I understand more. And, you know... It helps that I didn't know a little bit back when I was in my 20s. So, But I'm telling you, my past job, I wouldn't even wish it upon any of my enemies to work there. That's how bad it was. Yes, the pay was good. The pay was good, but you know what? There wasn't enough pay for me to deal with that ever again. Ever again. And I'm not naming the place because... I just don't want to. But if you were to Google her, you'll see. You definitely will see who I'm talking about. But anyways, I am in a better place. And yes, I have a lot of anger. Because she brought me to that place. But I'm not an, I'm not an angry person. I'm a, I'm a very, you know... Social butterfly, go happy, you know, I'm a team player, you know, I'm always trying to boost the morale in the office, you know, I'm always the one that's planning a potluck or planning something, you know, to to make everybody feel, you know, excited to work or whatever. But no, even when I did the hot pot at my other job, my ex job, she didn't even take part of it. And usually she would come in the morning, get in and so forth. She didn't come until after we had a potluck. She waited until we had a potluck and then she came in. How shitty is that? You're telling me you couldn't just buy like a container of cookies or something just to be a part of it. You waited until we had our potluck and then come in the office. Like really? Seriously? That's how much money... That you were gonna, that's how much money you save. Ooh, you couldn't spare $20. It was just bad. It was just a bad to, to have a boss that won't even participate in the office potluck. It's such a bad, um, bad atmosphere to begin with. Like, we would like to have you in the potluck so you can enjoy it too, you know? Nope, she didn't partake. Neither the office manager partake. And she was like, oh, I forgot. How could you forget? We even spoke about it the day before. Like, how are you going to forget? But no, they didn't partake, both of them. Her daughter partake, and her daughter made a, a fruit salad, which was delicious. The fruit salad was bomb. And the key ingredient she put was honey. 
I'm going to put that in my fruit salad. Put a little bit of honey. But yeah. Let's just say that chapter has closed. I've moved on. And on that note, I appreciate anybody that's still listening. And I hope that, you know, everybody else is ready for their kids going back to school. And I know a lot of parents are happy. <laughs> but um, I wish you well. And have a wonderful rest of the summer. And we will talk again. Thank you. Bye.